Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Have you caught it yet? It might be contagious. Wemby fever. It's a different kind of viral illness. (laughs) I know I shouldn't joke about that at all, right? That's... So offensive to say anything at all about viral or contagious or fever or illness and definitely don't talk about how there's no vaccine for Wemby fever because that would just be wrong. (laughs) No, come on. You know it's all done in jest, but it is pretty impressive to see the Spurs fans roll out the red carpet and it it's gosh it's so cool to see the the atmosphere for the debut there in San Antonio but also to see other athletes in basketball outside of basketball get so excited for him to really get integrated into the NBA Summer League was one thing. This is different. These are games that count. So Wemby makes his debut in San Antonio. And if you have not seen the intros and the introductions for the players, but also the Spurs fans making this memorable in more ways than one, you better check it out. There's an 18-second video on my Twitter, A-Law Radio. The NBA posted it just before tip-off between Spurs and Mavericks. And, man, it was a fun game. So a lot of fun to see those two teams go back and forth. So coming up soon, Wemby himself. I wonder if he likes that nickname or no. Sometimes people get saddled with nicknames they actually don't like. For the longest time when I was a kid, I was called Mouth, of course, because you know I have a large one, and it's loud. And now I think it's funny, but back then, I got really upset. We don't always get to be called by our preferred nickname. (laughs) I have a preferred nickname, but it's kind of funny. Like, how do you tell people, this is what I prefer. Please call me this. (laughs) Doesn't always work out that seamlessly. I hope your Wednesday was seamless, though. I hope it was the opposite of wild and wacky, and instead it was calm 
It was serene. It was productive. I hope it was really pretty weather. I hope it was a weather Wednesday, a weathered Wednesday. I got outside for the second time in three days and did a ton of yard work. So it was mowing the lawn on Monday and trimming plants, dead plants or, you know, plants that bloomed much earlier in the year, clearing out flower beds in the front. And then this afternoon it was raking, 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 raking. It's really funny because Bob did not realize I actually have a leaf blower, but I don't use it because I can't stand those things. Someone gave it to me once. It's just a handheld. Uh, it almost looks like you've got a really large uh, gas pump in your hand. So it's, it's yeah, it's a handheld, and I do not like it at all. They, they have the most obnoxious noise, leaf blowers. So I don't like it, but he's very excited because he doesn't have a leaf blower, and he found it in the shed. Oh, you have a leaf blower? Well, yes, but I haven't fired it up in probably two years because... <laughs> I don't like them. Anyway, I rake instead, but now I'm sore. But it's a good sore. I, I like being sore. So lots of yard work, which made my Wednesday worth it. <laughs> Wait, do you guys hear what happened with the company that was supposed to be cleaning my air ducts on Wednesday? That did not go as planned, but we'll save that story for a little bit later on. I still had to wake up at noon, but it did not go as planned. And I got berated for it. What I was just doing what I was told. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If I sound like I'm in a good mood, I definitely am for a variety of reasons. But yeah, fresh air and yard work and pretty weather, it will do that for you. Plus, the NBA is back with a buzz. Have you noticed? Because of some of the new combos, the new duos, fresh starts, new opportunities, and Wemby. I really am excited for the Spurs because they've been down for a few years, pretty much since Kawhi Leonard left. They've been working on a rebuild. And Greg Popovich refuses to leave as long as... He still has the fire and the passion, but I don't think he would want to leave without the team being in a good place. And because of the reconstruction, the rebuild, it's it's been rough the last couple years. So with Wemby in place now, you wonder if it's a little bit like John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Do you remember when Lamar was there as a rookie and took over late in the season. He replaced Joe Flacco. And John Harbaugh said repeatedly that he felt like he had a like a fresh challenge. He felt rejuvenated by Lamar and his youth and, and the exciting game and, and really the the fun of working with a young man who was so talented. And had such a great attitude, but also a young man whose skill set was completely different from Joe Flacco's. It it re-energized the fan base, and it certainly did the same for John Harbaugh. And then think about Andy Reid. Andy Reid, same thing when it came to Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, I know he had Alex Smith for one year, almost one year, before Mahomes took over. But you can tell that Andy is rejuvenated as well and how much he's been through in his personal life. And yet 
He finds joy in coaching and certainly is still really good at it. And he and Mahomes have a special connection. This is the third number one overall draft pick in Spurs history. I think, I don't think there was one other than David Robinson and Tim Duncan. I could be wrong about that though, but these are the three big men that they've drafted number one overall. And so I wonder if Greg Popovich will be re-energized. Certainly the fan base is. So check out the video, just a short clip on my Twitter, ALaw Radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. If you missed my conversation with NBA insider Matt Moore, we talked about the expectations for Victor Wembanyama. And also, he explains why this is not just some other number one overall draft pick. I mean, there was a lot of buzz around Zion Williamson, too. But it's different for Wemby. So make sure you check out that conversation. I did retweet the link and also post it on our Facebook page so it's easy to find. Our complete podcast is available every weekday morning, has limited commercial breaks, and all of our guests are in their own separate podcast, own separate audio file. Coming up in not even 15 minutes, we will check in with Spurs insider Nate Ryan. He will join us in the wake of Victor's debut in San Antonio. Can't wait to hear his thoughts. But there's got to be a first, first game, first game that counts, first game at home, first basket. Front court left, dribble handoff, so hand of a cell, works right around a screen by Wembenyama. Back to Wemby on the pick and pop, will try a straightaway three. And that's a Wemby from Devin Vassell. 13-7, San Antonio. On Spurs Radio, you can imagine the broadcasters are pretty rejuvenated as well. And it was a great back and forth between the Spurs, which I would challenge you right now. Don't look. Just send me a tweet naming anybody else on the Spurs roster besides Victor Wembanyama. That's my point. Is It's turned over so much that even the guys that came back from Toronto in the trade for Kawhi Leonard, they're not there anymore either. And then this, the, the entire roster has turned over. So if you can name someone else besides Victor Wembanyama, I will be really impressed. But don't look. Jay and I were having fun with this earlier. He is right now worth the price of admission. He's a novelty. He's new. So there's that. But he, I've heard tell there isn't anything he can't do on a basketball court and that a man of his size with those skills, a unicorn, if you will. Inside the arc, off the Cleveland pick and pop three on the way. That shot's no good. Rebound on the floor, picked up by Trey Jones. Spurs have a chance at the lead. Lob pass to Wembenyama. Underneath, slam dunk, and a foul. The fouls on Maxi Kleber. And Wemby has ignited the crowd. 113-112. Spurs by one. And the chance of Wemby, 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 coming from the Raptors here at the Frost Bank Center. Doncic against Sohan in the jump circle. Screen by Irving. Luka to his right. Switched onto by Johnson. Now a lively screen. Luka to his left. Into the lane. To the left corner. Kyrie for three. Got it! And the Mavericks in front. 121-119. Irving with a 20-point game. Stop and go by Johnson, hanging, no good. Got his own rebound back, goes up, blocked by Lively. Picked up by Sohan, and then stolen by Luka. Three on one, Luka bounce pass right, Irving will finish. 
and a triple-double for Luka tonight. Chuck Cooperstein on Mavericks Radio, the old grizzled veteran. Do you know Luka Doncic is 24 and a half? And it feels like he's been around forever. By the way, I didn't realize this. <laughs> he he is, I mean, at 24 years old, right? You feel like he's been around forever. Um, as he continues forward in his career, we know that pretty much every time he steps on the court, he is potentially going to set some new record. Um, but yeah, to think about the years that he's been in the league, I just had kind of... I don't want to say lost track of it. I just hadn't thought of it recently, like how long he's been in the league. This is year number five for him. Yeah, year number five with Luka Doncic. Kind of seems like he just got here yesterday when he was a teenager. But now he's the old dude, quote unquote, and Wembenyama is 19. Isn't that interesting? It's just the dichotomy. And I know... We get this, of course, in every sport where new guys come in, new talented, skilled draft picks come in, and they attract a lot of attention. But these two may be generational players. Uh, I mean, Doncic is awesome. I can do without the flopping, but there are new rules with flopping, so he maybe won't be able to flop and whine quite as much. But to see Doncic with the Mavericks and Wemby with the Spurs could reignite that rivalry. But yeah, Wemby himself is 19 years old. He's an early January birthday. And Doncic is now 24. My gosh. Just by the way, for the just to put it a different way, Wembenyama was born this century. <laughs> he was born in what would it be 2004? Yeah. He'll be 20, he'll be 20 in January. 2004. Oh the gosh. dude was born in 2004. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the year I debuted in network radio, and he's he was born. <laughs> that's, that's something. 2004. Right. So Doncic is the 1999 baby, and now he's considered he's uh, old. old. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But isn't that neat to think about Mavericks and Spurs and the idea that they could each have these two generational stars that – and they're both international, of course – um, but that we could have these two guys who kind of set the tone for that region of the country and we could get some really cool rivalry games and a rivalry that, that really looks like something moving forward. Anyway, ultimately Kyrie Irving with one triple all night. Uh, he gets a big shot there late. And then Luca does have a triple-double, 33 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, and little bit too much of that duo for Coach Pop. It was a Hall of Fame performance like he does almost every night. He was great. Kyrie wasn't bad either. So, you know, the two future Hall of Famers got us. They took over the game. But that uh, doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, the 12 turnovers in the second half where we lost composure offensively, a lot of unforced turnovers, uh, quick decisions, quick shots where we didn't really make them guard. Uh, that's a tough combination when they're scoring. Still, though, he doesn't sound as cranky as normal after a loss. <laughs> that question's inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. He says there's not much we can do about Luca and Kyrie, but here's what bothered me. He started with the positive. When does that ever happen with Coach Popovich? Maybe give it two months, and it won't be quite so mellow. But 
game number one and all the fan support. And for Victor, in 23 minutes of play, he goes six for nine from the field. He has three triples. So 15 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and five fouls. Welcome to the NBA, Victor Wembanyama. Lots of emotions, of course. But, uh, you know, would have been perfect with a win. Yeah, felt surreal for a moment. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I just feel very lucky to be here. Well, we feel very lucky to have you. It is one game, but... He already has the record for most points in a Spurs debut. Of course, I'm going to think about this game because it's the only game I've ever played. So, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's a long season. We got honestly, we got other other thing things to take care of, and it's it goes by. Our rhythm is so quick that we're gonna we're already focusing on the next game. It was fun, you know. Uh, we knew the whole building is gonna be loud and everything uh, you know he's probably one of the best prospects to enter the NBA so uh, it was fun you know uh, for me personally I like challenges so that was a fun challenge Luka Doncic Victor Wembanyama in the building sorry Kyrie you're not even top billing you're not the top name on the marquee coming up next we will check in with a Spurs insider who was there for this seminal moment find me on Twitter a law radio hope you had a great Wednesday also on our Facebook page, I did go back and answer a bunch of your questions that you posted for Ask Amy Anything. So check those out on either our show, Twitter, or our Facebook page, YouTube channel. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As well... It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Seven oh five remaining in the game. Sohan pounding on a dribble out front. Bounce pass to Vassell. Left of the key. Works up a screen by Wembenyama. Lobs to the rim. Wembenyama with a dunk. It hung on the rim for a moment, but fell through for Victor Wembenyama. 
I want to give the best show to the fans, and uh, especially in, in, in here, San Antonio and in France. We're all hungry already for, I mean, for the whole season, but especially for, for the next game, because we, we want to start our season and, uh, you know, with the most wins possible to, to, to launch us for the rest of the season. So we're really, really eager, eager to play on Friday. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. One game in, it's clear that the NBA will never be the same. Wemby fever is contagious. Have you caught it yet? What a fun debut with the Spurs and the Mavericks and the atmosphere there in San Antonio. The call on Spurs Radio. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We're really excited uh, that we can talk right now to Nate Ryan, who joins us from San Antonio, KENS Channel 5 sports anchor at the game, on the court. Man, what was this like, Nate? Amy, how's it going? I'll tell you what, I was just commenting that I still sort of feel the electricity from the atmosphere inside the Frost Bank Center tonight. It's almost 1.30 in the morning here in the central time zone in San Antonio, but it feels like it's it's much earlier than that. Even though the Spurs lost, the, the, the buzz from you know the build-up before the game, it, it was really was, it, it felt like just sort of a celebration, win or lose tonight for San Antonio. The fact that you know this player is taking the floor for them in a regular season game, I mean, going back all the way four months ago to the draft, even the draft lottery, when they knew they were taking Wembenyama, uh, really just getting him on the floor in an NBA regular season game. Uh, it really felt like the first Spurs lost the game tonight, but it really didn't feel like, you know, they, they had anything to lose in terms of a result, just because it really was just sort of an exciting culmination of, of what's going to be the norm now for San Antonio fans moving forward. What did you see and hear with fans in the building pregame and then as this first game is unfolding? Oh, well, there was a, a crowd of uh, 18,500 plus, which was you know, a little more than 3,000 more than made it to last year's season opener. I mean, if you just look at it, first played the Mavericks tonight. Uh, they closed last season against the same Mavericks team. Uh, in the last game of the regular season last year. That was the season in which the Spurs lost 60 games, the most ever under Greg Popovich. And fast forward to tonight, they're playing probably one of the more hyped season openers in recent NBA memory against the same team on national television. Uh, you know, about a quarter of the arena has Wembenyama jerseys. You're attract- attracting a whole new fan base, not just from San Antonio, but from Europe. Uh, it's not just eyes locally here in this community, but everywhere you know, in the country, I mean, you look at, you know, the Spurs are leading highlight shows on national programs where, you know, in commercials, it's all an excitement that's returning to the city, uh, you know, that's kind of been, you know, in flux and, and towards the bottom of the standings the past few years. Well, we certainly led with Wemby fever. It was the first thing out of my mouth on tonight's show before uh, we even said hello. So we're, we're right there with you. Well, what did Greg Popovich have to say about, his debut and his 19-year-old teenage sensations first game. He literally said, quote for quote, he said, I thought he had a wonder, wonderful outing. And, and that's Ooh. considering the fact that Wembenyama was in foul trouble most of the night, uh, picked up four fouls there pretty early in the ball game, and had to had to sit for, you know, early in the early in the fourth, picking up his fifth foul. He only had six points entering the fourth quarter, but then, once he really got into a rhythm there down the down the stretch, 
Uh, I think it was nine straight points he had during a period in the fourth quarter where he, you know, willed them to the lead. That is when everybody in the building was sort of on their feet. Uh, you know, listen, I mean, this is a guy who's, you know, had the cameras on him for the past year and especially since coming to San Antonio. And when you talk about so much hype and so many cameras, so many expectations placed on Victor Wambanyama's shoulders on his NBA regular season debut, the first half did not go as everybody around you know, the league and fans of basketball thought it would go. I mean, he had, you know, six points, for, uh, you know, going up at halftime, and people were talking about him finishing. Oh, he's going to finish with at least 20. He's going to be <laughs> dominant because that's what he was in preseason. In preseason, he played four preseason games. Not one of those games did Victor Wembanyama see the floor in the fourth quarter. Tonight was his first action in crunch time, so it, it really was his welcome to the NBA moment, and for a period there about three four minutes down the stretch he really did take the game over he, he took one out from beyond the arc he hit a wing three to you know pull them within two points 110 108 and then the and one dunk where you know trey jones threw a full court pass to him that's just something where the tallest tallest guy on the floor go up and get it uh in a three-point play that was probably the most exciting point of the game but for greg popovich he said word for word I thought he had a wonderful outing uh, because despite the foul trouble, he didn't let his rhythm get affected. It did seem as though Popovich was less than perturbed about the loss. In fact, he seemed very mellow to me. Maybe it's just because it's game one, but he didn't seem annoyed as usual. No, no, he he kind (laughs) of was a little zenned out about it. Uh, You know, he just sort of accepted the fact that, you know, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving took over down the stretch. But again, too, I mean, it's game one of 82. And Greg Popovich, and, and you know the time that I've been here covering him, and sort of his constant throughout his 28 years as coach is he's never put preseason expectations on a team. He's always gone out and let his squad go out and play. He, he's not a guy who thinks too far down the line in terms of you know putting expectations record on a season. I think that's one of the things that makes him so so kind of gruff and unique at the podium. He, he's a little bit dismissive, but. He really he, he he almost puts things too simply in, in a sense when when he when he talks about you know his team and his performances. There's there's not a whole lot more uh, to meet the eye at the podium. Maybe it's something where you know I'm sure it's been befuddling journalists for a long time <laughs> as, as far as as far as what he you know goes into his press conferences. Sometimes people don't know if he's being serious or if he's joking. But here tonight, I mean, I think he's proud of the team's effort. And now he's. You know, he's on to, on to game two of 82. Mm. Nate Ryan is with us from San Antonio after the Wembenyama debut and in a, uh, an arena that was lit up from the very beginning. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Just before we move on, uh, I do love about Greg Popovich that he is always all in on his people. For instance, when Becky Hammond's Aces won their second consecutive WNBA title, he was beaming. He was there. He was beaming. He was talking about drinking celebratory beverages. I mean, he definitely will light up for the people he cares about. Yeah, the, the night that the Aces won the WNBA title, that was last week, he, he had just finished his own preseason game. They had just beaten the Rockets on a Wednesday night, but the team he wanted to talk about to start his <laughs> press conference was was the Las Vegas Aces, and he's long been a, a supporter of Becky Hammond. When you think about the tree of coaches that he's had in the NBA, uh, you know, 
Steve Kerr played for him in San Antonio. Mike Brown was a former assistant. The list goes on and on. With Will Hardy now with the Utah Jazz. It's an extensive list. Monty Williams is another guy. It's hard-pressed to find a coaching staff where at least somebody on the bench has not either played for or coached under Greg Popovich, where uh, it was kind of funny. Last week, Steve Kerr um, first played in Golden State, and Steve Kerr had said, oh, he senses Greg Popovich is rejuvenated now with a player of Wembenyama's caliber in year 28. And he was asked about that, and Popovich says, rejuvenated? You know, he kind of threw it back at Steve Kerr. He's like, rejuvenated? What, what was I? You know, was I not rejuvenated before that? It's kind of a, <laughs> a, kind of a funny thing there. <laughs> Are there any limitations on Wembenyama in terms of minutes, anything like that? I think you're going to see the limitations come in, not necessarily in minutes in a ball game, but it's more going to be on games that are played on back-to-back nights. Um, you know, the Spurs have a history. They were one of the first teams to uh, institute load management, if <laughs> yes. you will. If you remember, you know, Parker, Duncan, Ginobili sitting a game against Miami 10 or some years ago, but... I think it's mostly going to come on those back-to-back nights. And long-term, you look closer to the, you know, you hate to get look too far down the line, but if the Spurs are contending for a playoff spot towards the end of the season, if they're looking to get into the play-in for the playoffs, it's going to be tough to sit Victor Wembanyama, considering he'll be one of your most productive players on a back-to-back nights. And he's, you know, going to help you win ball games. But if it's a case where the Spurs aren't contending for a playoff spot with, say, a month left in the season. If it looks a little bit out of reach, I think then is when you might start to see San Antonio take it a little easier with him. But uh, it, it's, it's less about minutes in game because if he's cooking, uh, you're not going to look to you know, turn off the stove by any means. It's more on, more on games with back-to-backs, which is going to be worth monitoring. Producer Jay and I were joking about this earlier that we're pretty sure the average NBA fan out there, maybe even just the average sports fan, couldn't name more than two other guys on the Spurs roster and maybe not even two. So what else do fans need to know about the Spurs around Wemby? Oh, that's that's an excellent point, too, because, I mean, this is a team, again, lost 60 games a season ago, and, you know, this is the youngest roster in the NBA, a little under 24 years of an average age. This is, on average, per pay scale, this is the team, like, the Spurs average about $7 million per player this season. That's the lowest of any team in the NBA. They're also one of the tallest teams in the NBA. They've got an average height of six foot six. They're starting five that they're going to trot out this season. It, it looks like they're not going to have a natural point guard. You're going to have times where, you know, second year, six, seven forward, Jeremy Sohan's going to be bringing up the basketball. Devin Vassell might be bringing up the ball. Victor Wembanyama himself, if he clears a rebound on the outlet, he'll dribble the ball up himself. Um, but Devin Vassell is a guy who just signed a five-year contract extension. Uh, he's only 23 years old. He's a sharp-shooting swingman out of Florida State. Last season, you didn't hear a lot of him because he missed half the year with knee surgery, but he led the preseason in three-point shooting percentage. He's a guy who I think takes a big leap this year, particularly just because he's going to be on the floor. He's a lot healthier. Uh, Keldon Johnson has a ton of energy. He was mic'd up if you were watching the ESPN broadcast, bringing a lot of bounce to the locker room. Zach Collins is is another guy who's kind of like a Wembenyama protector. I look at him, and, you know, if you're one of the older basketball fans, he's kind of like a Bill Lambeer kind of guy where, you know, he's really in there as sort of an enforcer role, but he can step out and knock down a mid-range jump shot. Don't be surprised if you see him get a 
you know, get involved in a scuffle. He might, you know, get, he might lead the team in technical fouls. But, uh, no, this is a team that's very, very young uh, and very, very uh, versatile in terms of positions. Luka Doncic now a grizzled veteran into his fifth season at the ripe old age of 24. Uh, but was, seriously, right? The guy's like, you guys almost my age here, and he's, oh. he's one of these guys. <laughs> but cool to see him and Wemby on the floor together. Uh, there could be hope then for this renewed rivalry between Spurs and Mavericks. It'd be fun to see these two guys, both international stars, both uh, you know players who are generational, maybe renew the excitement in the area around those two, but also around you know them in the same building together. Yeah, it kind of goes back to, you know, all throughout the, the 2000s, it was Dirk Nowitzki going up against Tim Duncan, who were two relatively international big men. I mean, Tim Duncan, obviously, from the Virgin Islands. But these teams used to have battles in the 2000s in the Western Conference playoffs and now uh, possibly looking to move back to that. Obviously, the Houston Rockets adding some pieces in the offseason. Um Fred Van Vliet adding a guy like Dylan Brooks, who's always looking to stir the pot. Dylan Brooks and Zach Collins had to be separated in the preseason last week. I mean, they got into a little bit of a scuffle. Those guys will be a storyline worth monitoring here in the Lone Star State. But uh, across the board here in Texas, I mean, obviously the the influence of the international game in the league as a whole, you could make the argument that, you know, looking at international players, you've got Wembenyama, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is turning into a more international, you know, players game than it is, uh, you know, here on the home front. But uh, it certainly is going to be, and obviously Doncic's contract and what he decides to do in the coming years, but mm. it's certainly shaping up to be where uh, th- these two guys are going to be are going to be ruling the hardwood, especially here in the Lone Star State. Before I let you go, Nate, would you, and this is a guesstimation on your part, but would you say fans in San Antonio root for the Rangers or the Astros? That is a great question. Uh <laughs> I, not being from Texas myself and being an, an impartial guy, I would probably say here in San Antonio, I'd go 75-25, it would lean Astros. Really? It would lean Astros. But, I, but I, would, I would say that a lot of that stems from more recent baseball fans just because it's a what have you done for me lately, and the Astros have been, you know, doing particularly well in the last, you know, five to seven years. But uh, I would say 75-25, Astros, the Rangers. Rangers do have a local tie here in San Antonio. Their starting third baseman, Josh Young, he's from right here in San Antonio. He went to high school at one of the local high schools out here, so that'll be oh, cool. that'll be a rooting point here for, for, for folks in San Antonio. But uh, that last series was a fun one. Mm. Okay, so it's not actually 9.30 at night, Nate. It's after 1.30 Central Time, so maybe your adrenaline will start to wane here in a little bit, but uh, we appreciate a couple of minutes. You can find Nate on Twitter at Nate Ryan Sports from KENS Channel 5 in San Antonio, caught up in Wemby fever. It sounds like it's a lot of fun, though, Nate. Thank you. Yeah, the only prescription there is an Advil PM for me. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much, Amy. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. <laughs> he definitely has got a lot of energy and enthusiasm, and I like it because that is what we bring here on the show. People ask me all the time, how do you do that? Are you drinking extra coffee? Well, no, I'm not extra. I drink coffee, but it's just because I love what I do. There are times when I'm dog tired, and yeah, the mic goes on, and I can't 
tell you that I'm always coherent or that I'm always really good at what I do, but I can tell you I always have energy, just the joy that comes with doing what you love. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Thanks for hanging out with us on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. Uh, there's more, right? There's more to get to. Kristaps Porzingis and Drew Holiday making their debut. De- uh, see what I mean? Th- there goes the perfect show. I was so close to getting out of this segment. Making their debuts with the Boston Celtics in New York. Uh, there's a lot of close games that went down to the wire. We've got the latest on James Harden, sort of. Uh, So plenty to get to on night two of the NBA season. You are listening. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. To the After Hours Podcast. Right bounce pass for Tatum, straight away against Barrett. Got Porzingis, right side, he's going to take the deep three. Got it! Dagger by Porzingis with 89 seconds remaining. And the Celtics have scored nine straight down the stretch to lead by three. Knicks have it, they find Brunson, he misses a three at the buzzer, and it is over. The Boston Celtics come to Madison Square Garden on opening night, kick away a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter by riding the newest Celtic, Kristaps Porzingis, down the stretch. They score a marquee win on opening night. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Well, that'll jazz up your night. Some funky music and some NBA highlights, of course. Sean Grandy, Cedric Maxwell, Grandy and Max on Celtics Radio. Longtime tandem on Celtics Radio and just re-upping new deals. And so they will be in place for a few more years at least. Always glad to hear that because they're both good friends. Somebody's going to get my tickets on Sunday. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Kristaps Porzingis back in New York. Remember, it feels like forever ago, he was drafted by the Knicks and fans went ballistic in New York. Who is this guy? Why did they draft him? And then he spent 
did he even last in New York two years, three years? He spent most of his time in the Big Apple being injured. That That's what he was doing while he was in New York. He was recovering from injuries. He was away from the team. There was a lot of jabbering back and forth. He would go home because, uh, you know, another international player. He would go home and he would have people around him sniping back at the Knicks and how they would handle their business. It just, it it wasn't pretty. And for him, the journey has been long, as you can imagine. I mean, this is a guy who's now played for multiple franchises and ends up with the Celtics where, according to everyone who's been around him, who's watched his career, he's as healthy as he's ever been, healthy and more durable. Um, This is just his seventh season. Remember, he... um, I say international, He he's Latvian. Um, so yeah, made his debut. He was a relative unknown, but he was picked number four overall by the New York Knicks going back to the summer of 2015. 7'2", close to 250 pounds, but looks like a different man than he did when he was drafted. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We were talking about Victor Wembanyama scoring the most points in a Spurs debut. Well, that's exactly what happened with KP, as he's called, Kristaps Porzingis. He also has the most points in any Celtics debut, 30 points. He goes 5 of 9 from beyond the arc and 9 of 10 from the free throw stripe, 8 rebounds, Four block shots, and that's one reason why Brad Stevens went out and got him because they wanted more of an inside presence, and it was worth giving up assets that they had to find someone who could be not just a rim protector but could be a big body, a load inside, if you will. So after his journey from the Knicks to the Mavericks to the Wizards, bet you forgot about his Washington tenure, he is now a member of the Boston Celtics and has a huge game in his first timeout in Terry Green. That was awesome. That was awesome. I'm not going to lie. Uh, playing here at the Garden is always special um, as a home team, obviously, but also on the road here. It's, it's really fun. And and uh, yeah, it's at one point, it got really crazy, right? When the fans got into it, they make a, made a comeback. But we stayed poised. We stayed uh, calm and and uh, and we were able to finish, finish out the game on on, a, on, a, on you know making some big plays, getting some free throws, and and uh, yeah, overall fun game to to play in for sure. He has a innate ability to put two on the ball, whether it's um, if they're trying to pop and veer, whether they're trying to blitz him, and so when he gets to space, uh, he has that. He's a magnet, and so we have to just continue to get get better at our spacing, get better at our two-on-one reads, and they're going to look different than they did at times last year with him on the floor. But because of him, we can get to some, uh, you know, some more post-ups like we did down the stretch, and, and really uh, change the spacing of the game uh, throughout the game. So it's a different starting lineup for the Boston Celtics. Remember, Marcus Smart is now with the Memphis Grizzlies, and they lose in their first game. Uh, but it's Jason Tatum, it's Jalen Brown. Sorry, I don't know why I have a hiccup. It's Jason Tatum. It's Jalen Brown. It's Kristaps Porzingis who played 38 minutes. Again, the durability, apparently, according to people who've been watching him this preseason, well, even going back to his his couple seasons with the Wizards, that that's a big change for him. His health, certainly injuries can be freak, but the fact that he is more durable, think a little bit, a little bit like Tua. 
right? So Tua's being accused of of getting thicker, but what he's really trying to do is is get bigger and more durable so that he can withstand any hits that come his way and the rigors of a full NFL season. Well, that's the case with Porzingis. He was leaner. He was skinnier, right? He had to bulk up. He had to be able to withstand the pounding of a physical NBA season that stretches on 82-plus games, and that is now the case. And then there's Drew Holiday in that starting lineup, his first game with the Celtics as well, and what did he learn? Resilient. Um, might have we're down 10 points with, with uh, four minutes to go. Uh, we always have a chance, so uh, I think we kind of just band together, um, started executing on, on both ends of the floor, and <clears throat> got the necessary plays that we needed. Us getting close the last two years and, and not giving up, getting over that hump um, allows guys to buy in more, uh, you know, with the mindset of just doing what whatever each individual needs to do uh, to make the team better. And, uh, you know, not going to overreact. It's one game. We got 81 left, but tonight was a good start. So Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, they all have to figure each other out. And then there's the element of Kristaps Porzingis. The other starter for the Celtics lineup, Celtics starting uh, lineup is Derek White, who's been with the team for a while, uh, gained some major props last year for the defense. But when he gets hot, when he's in his zone, he can definitely light it up. And, And then off the bench, Al Horford, which is interesting, right? He's now coming off the bench He's hardly ever done that in his NBA career, but he got replaced in the starting lineup by Kristaps Porzingis. Other guys maybe you've never heard of before, but that's pretty standard around the league right now. A lot of new faces that need name tags in locker rooms. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.